0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this,
1: Adidas. You know, it's just heartbreaking to see that someone like the child cops it a lot. Like We don't want any player copping it. But he does cop it a fair bit, and um, you know he's an icon in this game, and he does so much for this game and for his people and our culture. So um, yeah, it just breaks your heart, and you know we don't we don't need any of it anymore. And you know it's hopefully it's going to educate people now and uh, bring to light that you know we don't we're going to rub this out of the game, and none of us are going to stand for it. And but also you know as I, I was I was really heartbroken for it, and I was high of emotions, and now I've sort of settled down, and, and I found out it was a I think it was a 15 year old kid, and. Um, I think the game needs to do something about you know, checking in on him as well and his well-being and uh, mental health. I'm adequate for mental health so I think it's important we do that. No, I'm not saying it's not wrong what he's it's it's he done. I'm saying that for sure but I still feel we're obliged to make sure that you know, we check in on him too because he'll be copping a lot at the moment and a part of his consequence like he should be getting the biggest consequence for sure but a part of it should be where he goes and educates himself now um, on Aboriginal culture or on, on racism in, in general and you know, it might not be a reflection on this young young guy. It could be a reflection of the people around him or, you know, what he's been taught in life. He, you know, he, he might have been taught it's okay to do that, and it's not. It's definitely not. And, um, you know, I'm going to have everyone's back in this circumstance, especially with my brother, Luttrell. Um But, yeah, so I think this this young fellow needs to be looked after as well because he's going to be going through a really, really tough time at the moment.
0: Nico Hines, you are a class act. You are an absolute class act. And for what Can't he's going through himself... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so classy. You know, it's easy to throw stones and we're in a world of outrage and let's go after everyone and no forgiveness and that. But, cheesy handle it, classy boys. Indeed.
2: Well, you know, you look at that incident on on Thursday night and it really comes down – and at first I didn't realise it was a 15-year-old kid. I thought it was a yeah, – it might have been a 20-year-old, 30-year-old, whatever it may be. Um, and I, I had a different opinion on it. Then when you hear it's a 15-year-old, you start looking at, is it nature versus nurture? And, of mm. course, it's nurture. Yeah. It's a learnt behaviour that – he, wherever he got his ideologies from, exactly what, what Nico was saying. And banning him for life, that's not the answer because you're just going to continue to build hate within this young man instead yeah. of getting him to sit down. And it's probably not Luttrell's job to go and sit down with this young man and educate him because he's still probably going through some emotion, a little bit of anger at the moment. But definitely if this if this young man is is sits down with uh, uh, Indigenous elders, um, allows him to understand how important how the the Australian history is, and then we reintroduce him and reintegrate him back into the game. I think that's far more important for the game, that, that we're seeing more than what happens on the field. It's more about how we can continue to make people better in our communities.
0: Sats and, uh, and AP, look, Penrith have copped it, but what what are Penrith to do? Penrith can't control the actions of fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people. Let's he was just... wearing a Roosters jersey. He's Wasn't not he? even yeah. a
3: Penrith fan, so which speaks to the level of vitriol that this young person yeah. felt towards... Mitchell, that he had to go and watch a game that didn't involve his own team and, and
2: hurl that abuse. Or, or is he one of those people, the young man, or does he think like this at 15? Because I've seen plenty of it where he is the supporter of a club that is playing, but you wear another jersey, so that deflects the, it deflects onto another club.
0: The same conspiracy I had. So people are saying they should do what they did in the A-League and ban the fans from coming in. Well, then all of a sudden, okay, if that's going to be the case – I'll turn up with a Penrith jersey. Who I don't like Penrith, and her abuse at my own team. Mm. You know, like I I actually don't know what the answer is. It's it's a societal problem, which I think we've actually come a long, long way with. I Mm. think as a society we have come a long, long way with. Absolutely,
2: I I think it's part of the minority now. Yeah. And for someone a proud Indigenous man like Nico to come out and take the education, uh, there needs to be intervention approach means that we are getting a lot closer to it. But whose responsibility
0: is it, Sad, Sorry to interrupt. Yep. Whose responsibility is, and people have got all of these ideas for this kid, but that's not Penrith Rugby League's responsibility, no, no. that kid. Do you think, it, it's not even uh, the NRL's responsibility, well, really. I
2: was going to say, Adrian, it's probably not the NRL's responsibility, but as a body, do they reach out to the young man and say, hey, listen, there is an offer there for you. If you want to take it, we're willing to walk alongside you and hold your hand and educate you. If you're not, well well, the decision is up to you, the next move.
3: Well, I think that that's a much healthier outcome than ostracising him for life. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, I agree with everything that you said in terms of we are so lucky to have guys like Nico Hines and Latrell Mitchell in our game. And, and other people who I thought spoke really well afterwards was, um, you know, included Trent Robinson. And, and he basically said that Australia, even to this point, can't handle, you know, a strong Indigenous voice, like an opinionated Aboriginal, you know, footballer. Um, which is really, really sad. And, you know, I, I think there was a bit of that with Anthony Mundine. And I know some people, you know, put hate on Mundine because he said some really stupid things. But there's, there's probably a racial undercurrent to that as well.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know about that. And, and I, I'm, I've lived in all parts of New South Wales, in, in Indigenous areas, uh, highly populated um, missions and those sorts of things. I also do think that, you know, the Australian way full stop Indigenous, non-Indigenous, is tall poppy and to knock him down. So Luttrell is an outspoken person and it's good for the game. It, it really is. Mm. But any...
3: Um, Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, yeah, know, but yeah. but any
0: non-Indigenous player who was equally as outspoken, I just think Australians just go after him anyway.
2: There's a really good saying uh, about Australians is that in America, if you've got the most beautiful lawn, yep. other Americans... Will strive to have the same lawn. They'll yeah. go and buy all the great fertilisers yeah, yeah, yeah. and get all the great advice because they're envious of it. Yeah. If you're from New Zealand, they'd not only love your lawn, they'd go and whipper snipper it. They'd they'd cut it for you when you went away. <laughs> such yeah, nice yeah, people yeah, yeah. in Australia. Hello to you,
0: Mark. My name. He does that. He does yeah. that to me in Australia. He's not Kiwi, but yeah.
2: if if you're not looking they'll come in the dead of night and round up as much as they can
0: <laughs> but we we claim to be this nation of oh yeah we're you but well, rock solid well, you know well, what I think I don't know even, there. we've
3: got we've got a really big sporting event tomorrow with Tim Zoo up against Tony Harrison oh, and that's a classic that. example of yeah the Australian who's a little bit understated and reserved and his old man Kostya was very much like that mm. he didn't do a lot of talking he did most of it in the ring whereas the other guy the American he's brash he's yep. arrogant he's loud and you just want to see that guy put put, that's, that's put right. on his backside don't you
2: 100% but I, I think every country has got a you know a section that is is critical about i mean twitter is a perfect example of it it's the the greatest the greatest cool. opportunity just to get on top of a
0: yeah
2: you know a ladder and just scream really loudly about something you've got no education about whatsoever i just need to have an opinion every country's got those sections of people um, and in Australian sport, unfortunately, we try and bring down some of the guys that are willing to step outside the, the boundaries a little bit and, and be a little bit more animated about their, about their craft. And yep. this,
3: this is the great irony, like, you know, as a journo, like people complain, everyone's vanilla, everyone's the same, they give you the same whole cliches right. so whenever you d- do an interview. And as soon as somebody is a bit out of the box, people don't like that either.
0: They don't. Uh, like Jerome Lewi, he, he's... You know, likes to speak up and has his way about things, and people want to. We don't love that, do we? Mm. We just don't. And look, I, I was even. I don't put my hand up. I was critical of when you know when COVID happened and the Panthers started turning up in all the American outfits, and I thought, oh, what's they're, they're getting ahead of themselves? These blokes. Well, they were ahead of themselves because they've since won two premierships. <laughs> so good luck to your boys. You know
2: what I did love about it all is that there were some comments around Latrell. And we say, listen, we, he could possibly retire early because he just doesn't want to put up with this stuff. Does he go overseas and play where it's where it's not much? Yeah, but assert- there's
0: also a part of it, I think, Sats, where But when you in- say that, don't want to put up with it, we all – um, like I, I cop – you would have no idea how much abuse I would cop behind the scenes and social media, et cetera. There is also an element of – Hence, okay. Rooster
2: Muzz call and you Gladstone Yeah, That's right. <laughs> there you go. But, but there, <laughs> there's
0: also an element of – and I'm not at all saying anywhere near to the degree that – Latrell may have. I don't know what he gets. But there's also an element of, okay, we can't all be impacted by dickheads. Mm. You know, the world is – we're never going to eradicate the dickhead. There's always going to be those out in the world. No matter what we do, no matter what we put in play. So some part of you have to just just go, okay, well, in all likelihood, this person is that, and I've just got to just march on.
2: Well, I loved how how Trent Robinson and – Jason Demetrio, who know Luttrell so well, and people say, he may retire. He I may thought he retire. handled it well. Mm. Both come in and said, no, he won't retire. He's too strong for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I but, love that.
3: But, 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 mate, he was
0: getting photos having... after the game yeah. with everyone else. So, so I think Luttrell has but, acknowledged that, okay,
2: well. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. But, yeah.
3: but not just that, though. It has impacted on on the way he'd be moving around in these last couple of days. Latrell is a massive boxing fan. He's very close to Tim Zhu. He probably would have been at the press conference yesterday. They've yeah. got the weigh-in right now as we speak at midday at Star City. Um, Latrell was meant to be there. I've just, my colleagues over there um, covering it as we speak and there's no sign of him. Um, that's the sort of thing that he would want to come, promote and be a part of. Um, and unfortunately, he probably doesn't feel comfortable doing mm. that today. And so that's that's a shame. It yeah. is a shame.
0: Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, it's not tolerated, but sadly, as I say, in, in the world, we'll never, ever... Eradicate the moron. Ron. There's going to be morons out there.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
0: good afternoon, fellas. Uh, Sugar, you took the words out of my mouth. Hines is without a doubt a class act. Deserves all of our accolades, says Steve from Dubbo. Where you been, Steve? You haven't seen one of your texts for a while, boys. COVID killed off Big League magazine, which coincided with no crowds and lockdowns, which destroyed its sales. That's a very good point. Now that the pandemic is null and void, surely the NRL can work with News Corp to resurrect the game's official publication.
2: My son learned how to read from Big League. Did he? Yeah, and he he'd learned how to read really early. Yep. Really, really early. And a lot of people thought, hey, geez, he's advanced. I was, he's been reading Big League. Yeah. And every Thursday I'd go down and would get it. I'd give it to him. He'd sit there and he'd, as well as he could write back then, he'd, he'd do marks next to players and... And, um, you know, he learned all these different names, all these different Polynesian names as well. He, he learned how to read from but big But, so that's
0: it's not a stupid thing because if you're teaching reading, like when Adrian Presenko writes a yarn about rugby league yeah, or – Yeah,
2: we go to sleep. But <laughs>
0: <no>. <laughs> you yeah. and me both. <laughs> yeah. No, but words are words, right? So. Yeah. Yep. So why don't you want kids reading what they're Absolutely. interested in?
3: Yeah. But even like mathematics, like you know, possession rates, the you know, all the other stuff you can apply all well, that thing and make it interesting. Well that
2: that young man I'm telling talking Correct. about now, my son 100%. Jack, who's twenty five, is an accountant, yeah. uh, he's now working at Penrith Panthers in their data and analysis department. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you make a good down. point. Yeah. If you
0: said to a kid, oh, you watch rugby league, okay, well if they completed at eleven of fifteen, what's the Completion rate. Yep. Okay. Well, that's how you do that. Mm. It's not the worst.
2: Hey, uh, can I just quickly ask? We we're talking about Latrell and how respectful he is. And can I? Have we got time, Alex. Yeah. Can I just ask him a quick question. Out of all the dealings with players you've had over the years, is there a player that you that stands out? AP that's that's been the most respectful when it comes to journo's and fans and.
3: There was a period where Jake Trebojevic was injured a few years ago, and and he was out for an extended period of time. And rather than just you know do his rehab and, and get on with it, he actually spent a bit of time in the Manly media department. And this was early in his career, and I used and he was great because he'd come up to you after you spoke to him, and then you turn the tape recorder off and you'd go, Mate, "How how did I go? How how could I improve? Was I, was that all right? Did that sound all right? Could I have done this better?" But there's a guy who and. When you, you talk to him, you saw him after the game, like unfiltered, you know, his brother just come back after that Brookvale win against the Bulldogs and he was so excited and you know, it was, oh, it's so good to see him. He's, he's almost like a brother to me. Like yeah. it was so good. He's one of the best, I reckon, just in terms of polite, um, you know, always says hello, shakes your hand, looks you in the eye. He's, he's a, he's a ripper.
2: Yeah. good.
0: Uh, heaps awesome. of texts coming through, uh. Are we the real deal? Come on, sugar. Ring-a-ding-ding, says Bronco Willie. <laughs> you might be. be could you could be. you will be. Um, this one from uh, Rooster Mungrel. Now, Rooster Mungrel, I read out many of your texts, and I appreciate them, but this one I'm not supportive of. And, and I don't want to say this about the player who is doing wonderful things for the game. I think it's a bit bit of a tough ask what you're um, asking of this player here uh, under the circumstances. And I think you actually would do too. one 300 to have your say. This is Crunch Time for Before You Dig Australia. A break and back with more.